Welcome to Taiwan Brief, insights on news impacting Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith in Taichung, Taiwan. All right, before we dive in, I'd like to thank our patrons who keep this project going and have more than once ensured I made rent. Emily, Najee, Nathan, Frank, Sebastian, Ryan, Joshua, Lauren, Carlos, Courtney, and Paul. And I'd like to give a special shout out to Courtney, our new patron, and to Najee, who increased his support. Thanks to all of you, you've made a huge difference to us here at Taiwan Report. For all of you who are China watchers, you might want to check out the new think tank, Center for Strategic Translation. They translate key documents from inside China and then annotate them with translations and historical context on CCP Speak. It looks like a very valuable asset, and I'll be following it. It's headed by Tanner Greer, who's done some superb work and was once on one of our shows. Let's squeeze in a few headlines, not making the English press, at least not as of this recording. In New Taipei, Lin Jialong of the DPP released a campaign video, which was mostly an attack ad against the KMT incumbent, Ho Yui. However, in it, he says, quote, I might not win, and addresses Ho saying, quote, please treat New Taipei well. Doesn't sound very confident, does he? Of course, he was always a long-shot candidate. The KMT is predicting 13 safe victories, 6 losses, and 3 toss-ups in Jilong, Taoyuan, and Penghu. So here is my estimates, which are not too far off the KMTs. I'm expecting the KMT to win 13 to 16 seats. That's out of 22 total. The DPP, 4 to 7. The TPP, 0 or 1. And independence, 0 to 2. On the specific races I'm about to predict, almost certainly I'll get some of these races wrong. There are a fair number of very tight races that could go either way. But I think the end result will fall in the ranges that I just outlined. So likely KMT, I have nine. New Taipei, Taichung, Ilan, Xinju County, Hualien, Jiayi City, Taidong, Jinmen, Lianxiang County, a.k.a. Matsu. Lean to the KMT, I have five, and they are Taipei, Taoyuan, Zhanghua, Nanto, Yunlin. Lean Independent, I've got Miaoli in that category. Lean TPP, we've got Xinju City in that category, which we're about to discuss. Likely DPP, we have four, Tainan, Kaohsiung, Jiayi County, and Pingdong. And lean toward the DPP, we've got two, Jilong and Penghu. The rest of the show is partly based on my Taiwan News article, but with a lot more content and insights, especially for you guys, plus some late-breaking news. The stakes are very high for the DPP and extremely high for the TPP in the Shinju mayoral race. The KMT would dearly love to reclaim the city, but with their party set to do very, very well in this year's 9-in-1 elections, not winning in Shinju won't impact the party much in the bigger picture. Like much of northern Taiwan in the last two decades, Shinju was considered a pan-blue-leaning city. In 2014, during the big pan-green sweep, however, the city elected the DPP's Lin Zhijian. Lin proved popular and was one of the few DPP leaders to hold his seat in the big pan-blue wave in 2018. Early in this election, the DPP was looking like they were in a great position to hold both Xinjiang and Taoyuan. 
Though in terms of population, Shinju is a relatively small city, it holds an outsized influence. It's at the heart of Taiwan's tech industries and has a highly affluent and influential citizenry. Winning the city is considered more of a big prize than other cities of similar size. Not allowed to run again in Shinju due to term limits, the party nominated their rising star Lin to be their candidate in Taoyuan. Hoping to capitalize on the popularity of his administration, at Lin's suggestion, the party chose Vice Mayor Shen Hui Hong as their candidate, though that meant she had to hurriedly run and join the DPP because, well, she wasn't a member. She's not the only one, by the way. The KMT candidate in Taoyuan, Simon Zhang, Zhang Shancheng, uh, also has finally joined the party, even though he was the KMT's vice presidential candidate in 2020. Anyway, this is when the wheels started to come off the DPP's hopes in the region. It turned out that nominating Lin was a disastrous choice that has seriously weakened the party in both Xinju and Taoyuan, possibly fatally. Allegations that Lin plagiarized his advanced academic degree thesis at first one and then another university surfaced. He insisted he was innocent, and the party and party chair Tsai Ing-wen backed him. In the end, both universities ruled he was guilty and stripped him of both of his degrees. While in the midst of trying to fend off his attackers on that front, he was hit with a scandal on a second front. As former Shinju mayor, Lin had to take responsibility for the Shinju baseball stadium having to be shuttered indefinitely for safety reasons just days after it had reopened following the completion of a three-year 1.2 billion NT, which is 40 million US dollar, botched renovation project that left multiple players injured. Suddenly, the shine on his administration was seriously damaged, and by extension, Shen Huihong. Lin had to resign as the party's candidate in Taoyuan, and making things worse, the choice to replace him was controversial and led to an angry potential DPP candidate bolting the party to run as an independent. All this damaged the image of the party in the north, especially in Taoyuan and Shinju, by having shown poor judgment choosing such a flawed candidate and then persisting in backing him, even as evidence mounted, Lin was guilty of plagiarism and possibly incompetent as an administrator. If the choice of Lin does end up sinking their campaigns in both Shinju and Taoyuan, and they both lose, it would be disastrous for the DPP. Not only would they be losing two important cities, one of which is a special municipality, it puts the party at risk for ending up with an even worse result this election cycle than the disastrous 2018 race. If that happens, it would be humiliating for the party, and party chair would face calls for her resignation. They're desperately hoping to hold both, which remains a possibility, but their initial expectation of two easy wins are now dashed. The KMT's candidate, Shinju City Councilor Lin Kenren, must have been feeling pretty good, but was soon himself facing allegations of plagiarizing his own thesis by members of the DPP. He, however, was cleared by his university, uh, which happened to be, by the way, one of the, the same one as Lin's, and got to keep his degree, further embarrassing the DPP for making false allegations. Then it was the TPP's candidate, legislator Ang Gao, or 
Gao Hongan, who faced allegations of plagiarism in a local news magazine, which happened to be a mirror, by the way, for those of you who know the local uh, magazines. In her case, however, the accusation was of plagiarizing her own work. And in the end, the University of Cincinnati upheld her degree. Her own work that she had copied had been work she'd done for the government-funded Institute for Information Industry, or III, and they took a very different view. They launched a criminal lawsuit against her for plagiarizing copyrighted material without citing the source. That's not all the III was upset about. They also accused her of double-dipping by simultaneously working for another company while also working for them without filing the proper paperwork. Gao defended herself, producing emails that suggested her supervisors were well aware of it and even suggested they approved of it at the time. Up to this point, her support had remained strong and her campaign was on a roll, but the latest allegations appeared to blunt her momentum, though didn't appear to have reduced her support. Now, on Thursday, November 17th, the Taipei District Prosecutor's Office listed Gao and her boyfriend as defendants over allegations of wage fraud related to her legislative assistance. It's complicated, but in a nutshell, she is accused of skimming money off of legislative assistance salaries to create a discretionary fund that she could use to buy personal items, forcing them to donate to the TPP and of registering staff as full-time, even though they held other jobs at the time. Interestingly, the latest accusations come from the man who used to be the TPP's Shinju party head and was their candidate for Jubei mayor before losing his party credentials over drunk driving allegations. It smells of alcohol and revenge. Now, Gao insists she is innocent and that nothing illegal has taken place. So far, no verdicts have been issued against her. If this race is of critical importance to the DPP, it is potentially existential for the TPP. Up until this summer, the TPP had three and a half star politicians. Of course, TPP founder and chair Kowenza, legislator Taibiru, and Gao herself, and the half star being Taipei mayoral candidate Vivian Huang, Huang Shanshan, who isn't actually a member of the party, but is widely associated with it. Tsaibiru also got caught up in a thesis scandal and had to resign as a lawmaker. If Ang Gao loses Shinju due to scandal, her political star will also be tarnished. It gets worse. The accusations against Gao regarding her legislative staff are also being alleged against the entire five-member TPP Legislative Caucus, threatening to cause serious damage to the party. None of the other TPP candidates for top posts, aside from Gao, look like they have any chance to win. And that those are in Taoyuan and Ilan, and they just really haven't gotten traction. All put together, it's very possible that Gao winning in Shinju is all that stands between the party becoming a one-man band in Kuenzu. Like James Song or Song Zuyu, and the last party to seriously make a run at being a major player, the People's First Party, that's a recipe for disaster. It is important whether the TPP survives this or not. If it goes down, it means the only serious opposition to the DPP 
is the party that explicitly endorses one China ideology. Democracies rely on transfer of power. And the reality is that if one party stays in power too long, it eventually gets arrogant, out of touch, and often corrupt. Without a viable option, that only leaves the KMT. The TPP is a long way yet for being able to overtake the KMT, but it is the one that has made the greatest strides toward doing so. Now, here is something else I haven't shared in my columns yet, partly because it is purely speculative, but you might find it interesting. Now, the prevailing theory is that Kuwenja is essentially light blue in his thinking, which is quite an evolution from the days when he was associated with being a buddy of Chensrabians, and his comments sounded light green. I suspect that in his thinking, in some ways, he genuinely is light blue, and also has some light green elements, and also has some foot-in-the-mouth spontaneous thoughts that he just spouts off without thinking. I also expect, though, that there is an element to his personality that would explain a lot, and this is the speculative part. I think that he's a contrarian by nature. Notice that when Mainjo was president, he sounded a lot more green, then started sounding more blue when Tsai Ing-wen took over. In other words, he lashes out at whoever's in power. I can't exactly prove this, but it would explain a lot of the apparent contradictions in his tone and comments between the two eras. Hey, I'll be keeping an eye on him to see if that continues to explain his behavior. If Jiang Wanan wins in Taipei, I expect the Ke will go after him at some point. Okay, so back to Shinju. Now, Ang Gao may yet pull it off. In the beginning, the KMT's Lin came out strong, but his campaign has faltered since. Gao's support had been growing, but the latest allegations caused it to stall, but not weaken so far. The DPP's Shen's support was between that of Lin and Gao, and some momentum seemed to be moving her way, closing the gap with Gao. Gao, with her tech background, is very popular with younger voters. A mock election was held at some local high schools, and she won with just shy of 50% of the vote in a five-way race. Of course, there are three frontrunners. She also has the backing of Han Hai, a.k.a. Foxconn founder Terry Go or Guo Taiming, who is still influential. There are also rumors that the KMT is tacitly backing her, which Lin denies. While both deny backing Gao in this election, she had a very public meeting with the KMT's Shinju County Commissioner and appeared on stage with Taizhong Mayor Lu Xiaoyan. The KMT has called for unity behind Lin, but suspicions remain some in the party would prefer her to DPP's Shen. In fact, the papers in the last few days have been flooded with speculation on dump save or qibao voting, what we more boringly call tactical or strategic voting in English. Adding considerable fuel to the fire, the KMT vice speaker of the city council led a group of neighborhood bureau chiefs, or lijans, to a rally to support her. Most headlines gave the numbers 75 of them, but one source noted that only 67 were actually named. Still, that's over half of Shinju's 122 in total, and you know that a lot of them are going to be KMT or blue-leaning independents. This morning, I saw on the TV news that recordings of Gao pressuring staff have surfaced, but because I need to get this recording done before the very loud campaign trucks hit the streets, 
I haven't looked into it too deeply. Not sure what impact it'll have. And from the TV report, it didn't look too serious, but it's curious that it was released right before Election Day. I think this election will probably come down to who undecided voters choose and how many strategic dump save or cheapow KMT voters Gao can peel off. Shen, with less allegations against her, probably has the edge with undecided voters and the Gao campaign needs to try and secure KMT votes from the weakened Lin campaign. I think this one is going to be close and either candidate could pull it off, but I think that Gao retains the edge. If you're going to be in Taipei, by the way, I've posted on social media that I'll be delivering a speech up there in Taipei. It's a free event. You're welcome to join and hope to see you all there if you're in Taipei. I'm hoping to do a show right after the election to give you some results, although it might take a little while to be edited and actually appear. Until next time, I'm Donovan Smith. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. 哎呦，就是那个台湾狗啦，最喜欢我的台湾狗了。